Okay, let's begin. We're up to, uh, we're learning a Chavetz Chaim, a daily companion, day two. Previously, the Chavetz Chaim explained the true source of this ongoing exile. He stated that the sins of Lashon Hara and Sinas Chinam of past generations are not the cause of Hashem to withhold His presence from us. It's not what they did in the past. It is our own sins that keep Hashem from drawing near to us despite our constant prayers. Chavetz Chaim says that if we analyze our sins, there is only one that can be so powerful as to cause Hashem not to redeem His beloved children, which is what? Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara. It is simple logic. If Lashon Hara and the Sinas Chinam, which it caused, had the negative spiritual power to destroy the base of Mikdash, meaning if Lashon Hara and Sinas Chinam can destroy the base of Mikdash, then certainly it has the power to prevent the rebuilding of the base of Mikdash, right? It's harder to, to destroy it and to rebuild it. Chavetz Chaim brings many sources to support his point. In Parshat Shmos, it says that why did the Jews suffer in Egypt, in Mitzrayim? The Torah says that Moshe, who grew up in Paro's house, in Paro's palace, went out among his people and shared their pain and suffering. In his wanderings among the Jews, he encountered the notorious pair, right, who were killed... Right in Parshas Korach, Tassin and Aviram, who informed on him after he killed the Mitzri who was attacking a Jew. Moshe said, noda hadavar. Now I understand. What does that mean? The Medrash explains, what does that mean? Now I understand. Now I understand why the Jewish people are in Gullus. It is because they speak Lashon Hara. Chavetzaim, Chavetzaim, that's number one. Chavetzaim also says the episode of the spies the, the, in Parshas Shlach. Right, these parshas. That's why we do it during Tamas and Av. That's that's the whole purpose of now. They were sent out to look out the land of Eretz Yisrael in preparation for the Jews to conquer it. Their negative report was lashon hara against Hashem's precious holy land. The Jews cried over this report on the night of Tishbav, the ninth of Av, and it was this avera that ultimately led to the destruction of the first base of Mikdash. Hashem declared, "You wept in vain." I will establish this night as a night of weeping for all generations. Chavetz Chaim provides further proof. The Torah says, Curse to someone who attacks his friend secretly. And Rashi explains, how do you attack your friend secretly? Lashon Hara. A person who speaks Lashon Hara is cursed. The Talmud in the Gemara in Erechin, right, that's where the Gemaras of Lashon Hara are, goes further comparing Lashon Hara to being a koifer be'ikr, someone who denies God. The Chavetz Chaim then makes his final point. The Medrash says, Hashem says, in this world, because there is Lashon Hara among you, I will take away my presence from among you. Like a letter directly from Hashem. Clear and unambiguous. Very, very clear. You speak Lashon Hara, I'm not interested. The message of this statement is incredible. The Beis Amigdash has not been rebuilt the Shekhinah is not in our midst because of the forbidden spe- speech which we utter. Okay? Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha. This is all the Hakdama. This is the introduction. It's actually not even the introduction. It's the introduction to the introduction of the Chavetz Chaim. We should be Zoha to not speak any Lashon Hara, to not listen to any Lashon Hara or Rechilas today and every day for us and all the Jewish people. Okay, we continue where we left off on Thursday. 
We said uh, we're on Perak Aleph, Osiot Aleph, and we said that Torah is water. Basically, it's water that you pour on the ground. We'll call us Adam. We are Adam, like Adama. That's where we're from. And whatever you pour on it, that's what it grows. So it says it's either a Sama Chaim or it's a Sama Mavis. The water is either going to be a potion for destruction or a potion for life. Because it depends who you are. If you're a person who has terrible midos, if you're a person who's a terrible guy, right, and you want all these things, right, you're not interested in learning Musr, you're not interested in changing your ways, so the Torah will grow and grow and it'll help you grow and to be a bigger Balgaiva. It'll have you have bigger problems. However, if your purpose of your learning Torah is there and you want it to help you become closer to Hashem, so then what happens? It'll help you become a more Elchiyet. Of course, for us, anyone who's learning this, of course, it's Pashit that we're here to learn so we can become better people. That's Pashit. It's not talking about us. The Chiddush is that if you have a guy who's a, who's a bad guy, who's just learning and he couldn't care, about, couldn't care less what the, what the power of the Torah does and he's learning. So you wonder, you see, oh, this guy's learning and he's, and he's uh, I mean, we can never judge anybody. But the Pashat is that the Torah is not the magic potion. You need Torah with, with purifying yourself. You can't just do it alone. Okay, there are unique cases where a guy can learn if it's pu- purely lishma, purely, purely, purely lishma, whatever that means, and it's a, a Russia who's learning and he's learning, uh, somehow it'll be uh, the Ar Shabo will be Machser him Lamutov. Let's, let's stay within, within the, the, the regular. Cases. The regular cases are if a person learns Torah in order to make him become a better person, then that's what it will do. Now listen to what he says. He says, The tzaddikim will go in the right path, and someone who's a paisheya will be stumbled with the Torah. He'll use the Torah for a negative thing. Like it says, It could be medicine that could destroy a person. Worse medicine that could give a person life. Alkain, listen to what he says. A person has to cleanse himself. He has to purify himself before he learns. Every day and afterwards. Before you learn and afterwards. That's why there's a tefillah. If you don't open up your Gemara, there's a tefillah before you learn and a tefillah after you learn. Because when you wake up in the morning, you want to say, okay, Rabbi Shalom, I want my learning. He says, You want to say, I want this Torah that I'm learning. I want this to straighten my mind out. I want it to straighten my heart out. I want it to make me more sensitive. Right, the, the famous Pshat in the Baal Shem Tov, he says, You want to know your bad Midos? is from the Torah. You want to go figure out how, much, how many problems you have? That's why I said, I said this on Thursday, that's why people don't like to come in the base Medrash. And they come in the base Medrash, they start learning, then uh-oh, then they start saying, oh yeah, I can't do those Averis anymore. Oh my gosh, I can't go ahead and live this life anymore. Right? I want to live, I, I want to hold on, right? Like we said that Pshat Shalashudas a few weeks ago. Right? You think sitting and learning and this is going to be, is going to be uh, Gates Almavis, it's Mamish Gehenim. I'm not going to be able to enjoy the world anymore. I'm not going to be able to enjoy the world anymore. Right? That's what happens. That's what the Torah does to a person. It makes him more sensitive to, to reality. 
So he says, that's what he says. So what's a person going to do? You have to daven and say, Rabbi I wanted to get rid of my bad midos. I wanted to get, bit of, bad, to get bad, rid of my bad thoughts. Unbelievable. And he says, It's unbelievable. The Gura says, Like it says, a person is supposed to always be going to the bathroom. Right? The Gemara in Bracha says, Right? They talk about, in the times of the Gemara in general, to cleanse yourself. To cleanse yourself. So the, the, the guy in the Evan Shleim of the Gra, right, he says, Meaning, you always want to be going to the bathroom. Now, of course, that's not just a literal point to always be going to the bathroom. You always want to be cleansing yourself. And he's saying, When you're young and when you're old, he says, what's the shot? Because going to the bathroom is getting rid of all of your psoilus. It's getting rid of all of your bad mitos. It's getting rid of all your bad things. So it's a mushal, says the, says the, uh, the gra. It's a mushal, or it's alpi kabbalah, whatever it means. His shot is that you want to get rid of all of your bad mitos before you start your day. And, 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 and after your day is over, you want to make sure, because I've said this many times, a guy has a great day of learning. A guy has a stark day. He has a strong day. And he goes back and then he burns up his roommates with his eyes. Oh, this roommate's, uh, you know, a bump. Thank you so much. This roommate, uh, he wastes his day. This guy, right? Sometimes when a person gets stronger and stronger in Abudah Hashem, he starts burning everybody up, right? Which is a normal thing. He starts saying, ah, this guy's a, this, guy's a this, this guy's a that. It's a very normal thing. But part of it, you know why, you know why that happens, part of it? Because now you have more light. You see the truth more. You see the truth in yourself. You see the truth, the reality of the world. You see the way everything is going. So you say, oh my gosh, people wasting their time, people doing nothing like Rav Shem Bar Yechai, that's what happened. He says, This is the key. First the person, yeah. Um, so if what I see in others is just a reflection of what I see in myself, is there such a thing as a relative truth? Because if I start reading Torah and I start seeing the bad in other people, is that the truth because there's stuff I still need to work on in myself? Still need to work on? You're 17 years old. You don't, first of all, you don't have to work on anything. You're a tzaddik. But I'm saying if you're 17 years old, still need to work on You're just in the, uh, the, the first, you're, you're, still in the, you're still in the cover of your book. Your book of your life. You're not even, uh, you're great. Halavai, I'd be uh, your, your cover. I'd be where you, where, where you are now. Still need to work on. Your whole life you have to work on. You get dirtier and dirtier. You realize how dirty you are because the more you learn Torah, like we say, like we always say, the more light, the more you find the dirt. Right? Why is the guy who's the stark eye, why is the guy who's learning a lot of Torah, why is he davening along Shmon Esrei and he's crying on Yom Kippur? He should be outside schmoozing. Why is the guy who's all serious about life, why is he crying? Why is the tzaddik crying about his averus? Because he has the light and he sees his averus. As opposed to the other guy, he could schmooze in the back because he doesn't even know the difference. He doesn't even know the difference. He's in denial, total denial. He doesn't know what's going on. That's what he says. He says, You have to know what you're talking about. Listen to what he says, so amazing. He says, the Achakachipana. First, you have to tune, you have to tune in. 
Ben, you have to tune in and say, what is the thing that I have to work on? It can't be just, oh, I got to work on myself. I got to work on myself. What are you talking about? What do you have to work on? You got to know like this. What are you working on this week? What are you working on? What is your problem? What do I have to work on? He says, Interesting that he says that. Not like these Bali Taiva Shemisanim. Taiva Mizgabra Biyoser. Not like these Bali Taiva. Interesting that he calls it. That what? They're, oh, I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. And no, their, their Yetzahara gets even stronger and stronger. Rather, Tzorich Lezeh Armumiyaz Gedoyla. You have to be an art. You have to be Le'olam. Right? He brings, listen to what he says. Lokei Le'balei Taiva Le'tzorich Le'mashmesh Ezemi Degoyba. Right? This is from Mishlei. From Mishle. What does that mean? You have to be a brilliant. You have to be a chacham. Right? We have Yitzhi Shapiro. You have to be a chacham in how you fight against your enemy. You have to be a chacham how to fight against your enemy. Why? Because your enemy is brilliant. And he says, Arum Biira. Like who? Who else was Arum, everyone? What does it say? Who else was Arum? Ah, uh, beautiful. Who said that? Where does it say Yaakov was Arum? So the Nachash, it says, very good, but he got it. I'll tell you in a second. It says, the Nachash Haya Arum. Who's the Nachash? The snake. Snake represents the Yitzhahara. He was Arum. What does that mean? Velokach Shaya, you're right. What does it say? Yaakov took it Bechachma. Right? What does it say? What does that mean? Ba'arma. Above Ba'arma means Bechachma. You have to Arum Beira. What does that mean? You've got to be brilliant when it comes to Yira Sashem. You can't rely on, on being a lazy guy. A lazy guy. Yitzhi Shapiro, what, what happens to the lazy guy in the army? He's smiling. Why is he smiling? And that's the, that's the, that's the regular army, which is beautiful. It's beautiful, the army. But I'm saying, Ha-Milchama Ha-Chazaka, Avodah Hashem is a much bigger army. Any guy, he smiled, he smirked when we talked about being lazy in the army. But in yeshiva, you could be lazy. No, you can't be lazy in yeshiva. You have to be, you have to, you have to, you can't be lazy. If you're lazy, the Yitzhahara is going to rip your head off. He'll rip your head off in one second. That's what he says. He says, He says, if you're lazy, oh, Yehuda, you hear? If a person's mis'atzel lechatet, I don't know what that word is. when I ask you, lechatet, what word does that mean? What's, what's that word? From what word is that? To touch, to feel? The nitpick. Where is that? Where else is it from? I've never seen that word. What? Yeah, what? Uh-huh. Touching. They, they, they use it in Israel? In Israel they use the word? L'chatet. To like dig. So whatever. Uh-huh. If you are lazy, if you're lazy, listen what he says. The, the Goyen, the Vilna Goyen. Guys, we're blessed. In 2020, we can learn a Goyen who says this. Someone who's lazy, if you're lazy to dig and to find your bad Midos, all of these beautiful from things that you do, all these from things will not last. Right? The pshat is, because you're not dealing with what you have to deal with. 
not dealing with what, what you have to deal with. It's very scary. Even the Gedarim that you're doing, that you're trying to save yourself, Neheras Ba'atzlusai will be destroyed with your laziness. And this, that's why when people talk about burning out, burning out, you will not burn out, I promise you. You will not burn out. First of all, you should be zocha to be scared. You should be zocha to be scared that you're going to burn out. Amen. Amen. You know why? Because that means you're working hard. If you're not working hard, stop you're playing games. So halavai, you're working hard. So you're working hard. And then you get scared to burn. You're burning out. There's nothing to be scared of. Because the only time you're going to be burning out, the only time you could burn out is what the Gra is saying. Is what? Where you're not really, you're not, you're not focusing on what you have to work on. You're not being honest with yourself. If you're afraid to take a break, and you can't relax, and you can't take it easy when you're working so hard in Avodah Hashem, and you don't know how to eat well, and you don't know how to sleep well, and you don't know how to take care of yourself, then Stami, he's calling you a Baal Taiva. Stami, I'm no shaykhus. Okay, you're a guy who wants to, you, wants the, you want the image of the yeshiva bacher. Okay, go shkayach. So get your image. Go grow your payas. Put on a white shirt. How much, how, how, how much does, a, does it cost to buy a white shirt? How much is it nowadays? 50 shekel? 60 shekel? So you could be an Erlich for 60 shekel. You put on a new yarmulke. So how much does the yarmulke cost? Six shekel? For 100 shekel, you become an Erlich No way. It takes much harder work than that. Right? Yitzhi Schaefer is an Erlich Right? It's not because he dresses like a Ben Torah. Because he works. You work. You work and you work and you work. And you work and you work. The 100 shekel and the 60 shekel is just is the cute stuff. So a person who's making all these gedarim, he's making all these gedarim to be an erlich a person. You gotta work so hard. He says you have to be You have to be very careful to recognize. You have to recognize. To recognize. I want to end off with this. A lot of people think we'll end off with this. A lot of people think it's either or. I just want to be very very clear. A lot of people think it's either or. They think either you're learning Torah all day, right? Or you're, or you're working on your Midas, right? People think, they, they get confused. They're like, I don't understand. They're like, so wait, but it says I'm supposed to learn and learn and learn all day. But then there's like, yeah, the more the Bali Chuva, the first year, second year, the guys who are not so stark, whatever, those guys are working on themselves. They're reading all these books about self-help and growth and if I'm seeing a psychologist I'm not really holding by that I want to pass the level of a psychologist pass the level of working on myself and understanding myself you get to a level right not, 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 not my Judaism it's not Judaism not that I what I've seen that Sadiqim and the Swarm of Dosham it's not true you need both you need constantly both you need to have a lot of Hasmada you have to lo- learn a lot of Torah and you have to learn a lot about yourself Got to work on yourself constantly. Got to be learning a lot of Torah constantly. They both go hand in. There's no, you'll never get to a stage where you'll be like, oh, that's it. That's it. I graduated from me having to learn Musr. Nowadays, in our generation, you have to learn extra Musr. A 20 minutes a day, a half hour a day that they have, wherever they have that. Half hour a day, 15 minutes a day is not even close to enough. You need, you need at least an hour a day. Even with that, if not even more. And that Musr could be whatever it is, especially guys from our yeshiva. Because what happens is you start getting strong, you start getting strong, you start getting stark, right? You get all serious and all serious, and you forget what it's all about. You can't forget what it's all about. 
You got to remember that it's all about you going to the bathroom. Sorry to say it like that. You got to make sure in the morning, you get up in the morning and say, I want to be a better Jew. I got to work on myself and to, I, to, 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 to focus in, to be a sharpshooter. You have to be a sharpshooter. It says Yosef, one of the Pshatim, one of the Pshatim, they say that Yosef is, is, um, is, uh, is Lahava, right? Is because he can get Esav from far. It says Yaakov, why did Yaakov need Yosef? Right? Yaakov is, is Esh, uh, 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 Esav is Lakash, right? Yaakov's fire and Esav is, is straw. So what's the big deal? So what do I need Yosef for? It says until Yosef was born, right, that Yaakov couldn't fight Esav. Why not? Why couldn't he fight Esav? You know why? Because in order to fire, to fight the Lakash, the, the straw, it's got to be right next to it. What is Yosef? Yosef's the sharpshooter. What does the sharpshooter do? The sharpshooter doesn't get near his enemy. Sharpshooter stands on top of a roof, wherever he is, and he takes an arrow. Back in the day, they had this also. What does he have? He has, Esav has this big pile of straw. You're going to start getting near Esav? What are you, nuts? We just learned the Missile Sharm where we're up to. What are you, nuts? You're going to get in the ring with the Yitzhahara? He'll whack you so far. He'll whack you in a second you get near the Yitzhahara. The goal is what? Don't get near the Yitzhahara. So if I don't get near the Yitzhahara, then how am I supposed to kill it? So the answer is, you stand on a roof, you take a bow and an arrow, you light it with fire, and bam, you nail it from, from, a, long, from, a, from a long shot. That's Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik is the arrow. He's the one who gets Esav from afar. So, so too, you got to be a sharpshooter. You can't just say, oh, I'm beating my Yetzirah, I'm beating my Yetzirah. What are you talking about? What's your Yetzirah? It could be your Yetzirah is, is that you're too from. That could be your Yetzirah. You're getting too stark. It could be your Yetzirah is, you're not from enough. Depends who you are. Could be your Yetzirah is, you're doing too much. Could be your Yetzirah is, you're doing too little. Everybody has to know that. So we said this last week's parasha. The Tumantar of the para. Tumantara, for this guy it's Tomei, for this guy it's Tar. Depends what you're dealing with. You have to be so careful. And Oivet Hashem has to be an arma. You have to be mamish. You have to, be a, you have to go ahead. That's why you have to ask your friends. You have to ask your Rebbe. You have to constantly be going to the bathroom, as the, as the Gra says. You have to be constantly asking, how can I get rid of my psoilus? You have to ask your wife. You have to ask your, your mother, your father. You have to ask everybody around, how can I work on myself? How can I be a better person? What can I do? Mamish li'olam ye adam arum bi'ira. They say the child, I've said this over before, arum bi'ira, I heard this from my shver. Arum bi'ira means you strip away yira until like you're naked. Why is the word chachman ar, arma to be naked? What's the job? Because you reach this level, you think you became this tzaddik, you came this level, what do you do? You start stripping again. You strip again. You're constantly, constantly asking yourself, how can I be better and better and better? Ironi. How can a guy like Ironi, what, what does he got to do anymore? Ironi's a father. What does he got to do anymore? What does Ironi got to do anymore? What does he got to do, right? Ben, what does he got to do? Is he finished his stuff? No, the pshat is, oh, he's a tzaddik. He's working himself. He's got to work harder. Not giving you musr chasashalom. I'm saying you got to get to the next level. You have to ask yourself, there's a new week of Thomas. What is Thomas? What do I got to work on? How do I become better this week? Oh, because the summer, chill. The summer, chill. Getting what's the new season? Baseball season? What's the next season? Baseball. Six, right, I heard. Half the season. No, so it's, it's all social distancing. Yeah, Florida, this, that. Right, everyone's waiting for all the, right? Everyone's waiting for the next, for the next, uh, the next, uh, the next distraction. Thank you. 
It's the summer. What does that mean? We have the ability, we're in yeshiva, you have the ability, a Jew, a person who's a growing person is constantly upgrading. Every second. Would anyone be caught dead with a, with a Blackberry? Never. Because you've got to upgrade. You've got to upgrade. I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not talking about Ehrlich or people like that. I'm saying, stop, upgrade. Anyone to drive around in a station wagon? No way, you've got to upgrade. You've got to constantly be upgrading. Anyone's going to be wearing, wearing clothing from the 70s or 80s? You've got to upgrade. you always got to upgrade when it comes to Gashmias. No one would come around with a double-breasted suit unless that's in style now again. Right? No one's going to wear a button, right? two-button, two three-button. You've got to make sure you're with the style. These socks, these ties, no one's going to wear a, a tie. Well, now there is no style. Everyone just wears whatever they want to wear. But I'm saying, right, what's the shot? You're always upgrading. You're always upgrading according to, I have no idea, but according to some fool who says, hey, you've got to upgrade. But when it comes to upgrading myself as a Jew, upgrading my midas, that I can have more avas Yisrael. I can have more avas ha more asma than Torah. Everybody here could learn more. Everybody here can get more serious about their learning. Everybody here could get more serious about their avodas Hashem. Everybody here could, be, could love Jews more. We could all do it. We could all make more brachas, better, more kavana. Just constant, constant. <coughs> Always, all of us. Upgrading. Constant upgrade. Yeah, Hashem should help us all. Shizoycha. As we're in Tamas and Av, these are the months of, of preparing. Could you imagine what type of El you're going to have? Could you imagine what type of Rosh Hashanah you're going to have by sticking around Yeshiva? Could you imagine how many people fall like flies? Right? People are all sad. Oh, uh, can't go, can't be in America for the summer again. Baruch Hashem. How many people fall like flies in the summer? Like flies. I've seen my, oh, with my own eyes. I've seen guys who had a great year in learning fall like flies flies in, in, when, they, when they have vacation. Serious, I'm not joking. Fall like flies. I've seen it every year. Guys fall from, from, a, like from, the, from a big roof. Like it says, that's what happens in Matzah Shabbos. They say that in Matzah Shabbos, it's like jumping off. I forgot where I saw this. Roy Regensburg probably could tell me where I saw this. Right? Uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, it's like you're jumping off a big roof. They say, it's like jumping from a big roof to a deep, deep pit. That's what, that's what happens once they shop us. That's how, that's, how, that's how far we drop. That's how high we are and that's how far we drop. But we don't because we're in the base medrash. We have Torah. You connect yourself to Torah, you're fine. A guy who's outside, right? The fact that Yoni and Yehuda are able to go back and come back here is a miracle every day. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. And I'm going to say... And Right. That's where they go. Okay, but the derech, the wherever it is, it's a miracle. I'm going to say it's a miracle that you guys come back. Yoni had a bigger miracle because he used to do it alone. Now that they're together, it's not as big of a miracle because once you have each other, you could kill off anybody. You're two together, right? Yitzi, I tell you, in the army, they're always in pairs, right? You're never alone. See, I, I, you'd think I went to the army. I did go to the army. I'm a wannabe. I'm in the army right now. I'm serious. That's what the tzaddik can tell you. You always got to be with somebody else. You can never be alone. Because you're alone, you can't trust yourself if you're alone. Yoni somehow survived. Miracle ship of miracles. That he's in base medrash. He's back base medrash. It's a miracle. The fact that you guys are together, you ward off all the Yitzhahara. You whack them. 
Guys, we've got to get stronger against the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara is an animal. He's a sick animal. A twisted biscuit is a compliment to him. It's a compliment. It's a compliment to the Yitzhahara, who's mamish, the, the wants to destroy your life. He wants to destroy your Sunday. He wants to destroy your Monday. He wants to destroy your entire existence. I promise you. I promise you he wants to destroy you. Shem should help us all. We should be Zoha to, to know what we got to work on and to get to work. Have a wonderful day, everybody. <laughs>